0: How's it going? We're rolling. Finally. After two tries. You're not gonna say
1: nothing? <laughs> Remember I'm on vacay.
0: Oh my bad. Uh so how's everyone doing? If you're new, welcome Ellen in. to the two idiots with a mic.
1: Jagger. Hey man. I'm back. I just got back from vacay. How are you doing? <laughs> I just got back. Um it was fun, man. It was fun. Yeah. I know y- you asked the audience how they're doing, but I'm going to answer the question for them. And I'm doing just fine, actually. Because you know why? I went into the mountains knowing the sun's lost. And I went up, and I was like, and guess And just what? had to accept it. And I accepted it, and I was in the clouds, and I was like, you know what? Maybe, this, maybe the suns did lose, because I don't see the sun, because the clouds are covering it.
0: Oh. Oh. Sound uh, uh,
1: Yeah, speaking of that, we still don't <laughs> have that.
0: <laughs> if you guys... Our new-ish, I guess. and missed the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some major soundboard difficulties. Yeah. Like one episode, not one episode ago, but couple episodes ago. a few episodes ago, to where it just did not want to play at all. Yeah. So uh, and then
1: it, it kept us basically. We had to like reset each sound. Uh, it was weird. And then we'd reset it, and then, and then it, would it, go it, out. Would, it would still go out. So, so then we were just like, you know what? We'll just find a new system. Yeah. We're still working on that. We're we, we will try to get it to you as soon as possible, but at the moment, this episode, we don't have it again, unfortunately. So you still got to deal with us. Yep. But guess what? You know why you like to deal with us? Because you are now into the FS Podcast, also known as the... Fantasy Sports Podcast. Why do you guys say it so low, man? Like. Okay, my bad. Fantasy Sports Podcast. Fantasy Sports Podcast. Because you said that like the past two episodes, every time I say like FS Podcast or whether, whether or... Otherwise known as there, and you like FS Podcast. Fantasy Sports Podcast. Fantasy Sports podcast.
0: Sorry, I'm uh, practicing for my ASMR channel. Mm. Ah. Hey guys, welcome on to Fantasy Sports Podcast. You I talk. don't know if you can hear me because the mic is not tuned at all for ASMR.
1: Mm. And this is my ASMR. Anyway, this is my ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't talk during mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anyways, I as would get th- into that topic, but
0: I don't really think it's safe for the podcast yeah. on that side of the ASMR.
1: Anyways, if you guys don't know already, guess what? Me and Jagger are not professionals at this fantasy football. We
0: art. don't aim to ever be professionals, no. hence why it has taken us two and a half minutes to just even go through the intro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, we just here to have some fun, give you guys advice, make sure you guys do good. You know, in your fantasy league, because guess what? I think the season starts within... Next month. Next month, already. Pre-season starts next month. Pre-se- pre-season starts I think next the actual month.
0: season doesn't start until around September. Yeah. But.
1: Uh, but I'm excited. You're excited, and we're all excited, because guess what? That means fantasy football is back, and guess what? If you need help with it, you're right where you need to be right now. If you want
0: two idiots giving you advice, we got you. We got you right now.
1: <laughs> Anyways uh but yeah we actually got a lot to talk about today because um we usually record thursdays but like when i was thinking about it the last time when you think about it the last time we didn't record or last time we recorded was on a tuesday was it tuesday yeah it was last tuesday because we we did
0: two-parter yeah
1: and then we missed like a whole week of news Pretty much. A week and a half of news. So, we had a lot of news to talk about. But me and Jagger also have a big topic to talk about today. So, we're going to have to try to skim through it. But there is one main piece of news that came out that I'm so excited for. And I can't wait to tell Jagger. But I will bring that up when the time comes. We're
0: just leaving the FS podcast. Thank <laughs> God. I just no. got back from my <laughs> vacate, man.
1: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of my vacay. I know. This is funny. So, I was... If you guys don't know. So, basically, my vacate was me camping with my family right i was with my whole family my whole family was there my uncle my aunties my cousins all of them were there my grandmas whatever so we're sitting, about our, we're sitting around the, We're me and my family are sitting around this big campfire and they're like hey where how's the podcast going oh it's going great oh this one we record every thursday or whatever and they're like oh, you should go oh, listen to it go listen shameless to it. plug he's <laughs> like yeah 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 and then he's like yeah and he's like well i gotta ask you a question and i said yeah he said like, how do you feel about this or how do you feel about drafting this guy or do you think this guy's doing great and i found myself talking about fantasy football i'm like you oh, did do this and you gotta do this and then i don't know about this because this guy has this guy and then i'm like wait a second why are you doing th- i'm on vacay don't ask me any <laughs> fantasy football <laughs> question there's a reason why i'm on vacay he's like oh i'm sorry i'm like you started me up i want to I, I took a break from me it up. I can't even get away from it in the mountains. I was like, you're know, <laughs> still talking about fantasy football. And I was talking to him for like an, about two hours Oh, too. my God. I was like, yeah, I don't know about this team and this team. I was really into it. And then I, then I realized like, <sighs> wait, well, yeah, you're on vacation. You took a break from that. Why are you still talking about it? You know?
0: Because it's not a job to wear. It is a it's job. It's an enjoyment.
1: It's a job. That's <laughs> it's why a job that we ain't get paid for. That's but why I'm <laughs> taking leave. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, anyways, uh, I guess we're going to get into the news. I was
0: actually doing that Welcome to the FS Podcast where uh, we say we're going to do one thing and we do the opposite. Anyway, I was in a similar kind of situation where I was meeting a buddy of mine um, at a hibachi place. I've never been to a hibachi place besides this past weekend. Let me tell you, they were pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought the hibachi place was cool. Uh, Learned how to use chopsticks there (laughs) from my buddy. So, my buddy's going into the Air Force. And he is going to Korea this Saturday, which would be uh, Friday, Saturday, (coughs) uh, July 31st, because I believe there's 31 days. (laughs) There is in July. So he's leaving July 31st for Korea, but um, he was like, you know, we were pretty much just talking about sports the entire time. And I wasn't like, you know, cutting myself off. Yeah. Because even though it's the weekend, I still enjoy talking about it. Yeah, like that.
1: Especially when the season's coming up too, you know.
0: Oh yeah, he was all like, "Well, because we're mainly talking about Chicago, you know, because uh-huh. we're like big Chicago fans." And he's all like, "Well, do you feel that like Allen Robinson should got a bigger contract?" And then and then like, I'm not gonna say another thing because there's news about it this week, and it hurts. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was in a similar situation, except I embraced it, unlike yeah. Maya.
1: <laughs> well, I was like, come on, dude. I'm on vacation. I know you're my family, but please stop, man. Can I just enjoy alone. this fire? You know, anyways. So, um, good off topic a lot, like Jagger said. Welcome to the FS podcast. But... That, that is another line we seem to use, like... How about... How about... Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know if you heard me through Jagger's mic, but I sneezed, like... I probably did. A lot. Anyways. So, I'll we are stop. now going to get into the news. We did miss a lot of news. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. And there's a certain part of the news that we might go on about for a while, oh, yeah. depending on what we de- how we're we try feel. going like, to speed run this we're news. We're going to try to speed run it. But um, we don't have no soundboard. So, let's just... News time. News there we go. As we're still <laughs> pulling it up because we're not prepared. Well, I
0: had it up. I didn't realize how far I had to scroll.
1: <laughs> See, I told you we missed a lot, didn't we?
0: It is that time of year again.
1: Yeah. Definitely. My fingers hurt. You know, like in our life, like how, like in our lifespan, how, how long do you think our thumbs have swiped? Like how many miles?
0: Well, I think um. Thanks to the process of evolution, um, our thumbs have been made for it. (laughs) 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 Like, I think for sure in, like, the next probably 40 years, if our phones are still like this, it's going to be like, man, your fingers are now just, like, perfectly designed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They adapted. Wait. So how far did you go? Are you still scrolling?
0: Um, Where are we starting is the question.
1: When did we stop is the other question.
0: I believe we stopped at the Xavier Jones news. Or Uh, no, it was Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson coming in nine days ago, Yeah, I believe.
1: Because we talked about um, Rodgers rejected a two-year extension, and then we talked about Cam Akers.
0: Yes. So I'm just going to start with this one here. Uh, Nine days ago, several teams have reached out about free agent wide receiver Danny Amendola, but he's being selective and wants to play in the right situation. Amendola has been working out with Cardinals quarterback Colt McCoy. Hmm. Um do we see another wide receiver coming to Arizona? Yay um, Nay. I'll just do it quick.
1: Yeah. You I do? would think so because I mean we are the home of like the wide receivers, it seems. I feel like it because you got Hopkins, Kirk, uh now you got AJ Green over there. We got questionable Larry. We got a questionable Larry, and don't forget the second first round or first round draft pick, uh is it Andy Isabella? Isabella, yeah. And now first
0: Two years ago, I think. Yeah, two years ago.
1: Uh but yeah, I would think we would need another wide receiver because when you think about it, we don't even have a good tight end. No. Oh Arizona's having a good tight end. Uh, um so Jets get number fourteen pick. Oh wait, never mind. Move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was reading. So I'm gonna I think probably
0: two part this news here. Okay. Uh so eight days ago the Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy says the quarterback Dak Prescott is expected to be a full participant at the start of training camp.
1: Wow. I'm going to
0: cut it off right there because the news that came out, I believe, actually yesterday was that he kind of walked off with an injury. Yeah, he during did. During training camp. They said, I don't think it's going to be really a major injury, but
1: they think he'll probably be ready by, by, the, start season, by so. the start of season. Uh, see let's the season. By the start of the season. Steelers report to training camp today. Here is a lean mean Ben Roethlisberger showing up for his 18th season. Glad he's showing up. And I'm glad he's showing up. I, know they dra- I mean, they picked up Dwayne Haskins over there on the Steelers, but guess what? I think Big Ben is still I on think the ben time clock. Ben is starting no matter for what. sure. I feel like he's like a Stafford. No, no matter how long he's on the Steelers, he's definitely going to start for sure.
0: I think Haskins is only going to start if Big Ben is injured. Yeah. Knock on wood, because I don't want another season of that. And um, Or if he retires. Yeah.
1: And then get this. Guess what? The next rookie quarterback was finally signed. The 49ers have signed number three overall QB, Trey Lance, to his rookie contract. Ooh. He gets a four-year fully guaranteed deal with $34.1 million, along with a fifth-year option, which most people get. Uh, but, yeah. So, Trey Lance finally signs with the 49ers, and we both talk about how maybe he may start by I the end of the season. I saw some
0: news that came out a few days ago. that They say, though, that they are starting Jimmy G. Yeah. They
1: they s- they came out saying Jimmy Garoppolo is their number one guy to start out with. Um, do
0: you see it turning into possibly, mm. I wouldn't call it, you know, a Justin Fields situation because it hasn't happened, but what we've been speculating on Justin yeah. Fields and the fact that, you know, I think, I he think probably plays the majority of the season and then the rookie comes in.
1: I think Jimmy G and uh, Trey Lenz and then Justin Fields and uh, Andy Dalton, I feel like they're both kind of in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I do see it similar. Speaking of uh, uh, Jets, I don't think we were speaking about it, but I just said that. The Jets <laughs> have agreed to turn with wide receiver Elijah Moore, their second rounder, and he gets a four-year <sighs> contract. Well, it, as we both know as the Jets, there's some news that came out about Zach Wilson, which we'll get about to in here yes. in a bit. But Elijah Moore, as a wide receiver, not so bad, especially with them signing him. And I don't think this is a bad move the Eagles have made. No. I mean, they need it. Who you thi- who's on the wide receiver over there besides Jameson Crowder?
0: Well, I mean, they got Joe Flacco starting. Joe
1: Flacco. Oh, and don't forget Devontae Smith. Or uh, Yeah. I
0: yeah. think you're right this time. It seems like he's the one guy whose name we mess up like yeah, every time. Yeah, every time. The Heisman wide receiver winner. Yeah.
1: And get this. Amari Cooper. go opens camp on the pup list. Hmm. He is still questionable. And I th- I do feel like he will be ready, though, for week one.
0: So, how about this? This is a little kind of refrain from the news a little bit. I don't know if you've seen all the rumors that Deshaun Watson might be traded to the Eagles. I did do not. Do you believe that?
1: Mm, it hurts me to say what you hurts <laughs> over there. Uh, I don't really see that happening, but I can see why it would happen. Yeah? Yeah.
0: I mean, I honestly <laughs> feel like they're kind of actually trying to make a team in Philly rather than whatever the heck's happening I mean, in Houston.
1: It says right here, this is what you're reading about. How would Eskin Blazers there's a 90% chance of Deshaun Watson will be traded to the Eagles? 90%, percent, 90% chance of him being traded over there.
0: I mean, also don't forget
1: that they were <laughs> taking bets and stuff yeah. on Aaron Rodgers not I know starting. This is, this is hard to believe, too. But, like, I feel like the Houston Texans is... Out- I mean, let me rephrase it. I feel like the Eagles are a better team than the Houston Texans. I feel like internally they are. Yeah, it's hard to say. Especially when like half the team of the Texans left at the end of the season last year. It's true. Whether by choice or not. Yeah. (laughs) And guess what?
0: Yeah. I I see the news I think you're talking about. Uh, We have our first COVID reserve list. Uh Seven days ago.
1: This is bring I told Jagger beginning of the before we even started this podcast. I mean before we started this episode, my bad. That this right here is bringing me a bunch of flashbacks from last year. So guess what guys? Be ready. If I won't be as bad as last year Hopefully not. But as me and Jagger's been saying, well mostly Jagger, but I agree with him on this one. <laughs> If you played fantasy football as a beginning of last year, it was a great year for you because you had to stay on top of it and make sure your players weren't injured or on a COVID list. Even though
0: you may have thought, man, this is really hard. Yeah. I don't want to play again. You stick with it because that knowledge is going to help you.
1: Yeah, because it, in like regular fantasy football, it's not like that.
0: Most of the time, you can just set your team and forget uh, it for the whole year. Yeah,
1: exactly. But last year was a lot different. So guess what? Year two is coming around, and I hate to say this about the world, but the COVID list but it's happening again. So guess what? Tried to learn fantasy football this season because I think it might be. I, I think it's going to be smaller. It's going to be smaller, but it's also a great learning experience.
0: I think it's going to be smaller for the simple fact. I don't think we've hit the news yet about it, but uh, it did come out like only a few days ago that if a team has to close down because of COVID, they will be designated a loss in the game that they would have played because oh. of COVID.
1: They did not know that.
0: Yeah, so I think that's definitely going to motivate some of the players. You mm-hmm. know, hey, we got to take this seriously, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to get into that whole topic because if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, but I want to say this it's my boy, Saquads, <laughs> or Saquon. Uh, he officially began training camp on the PUP list after his ACL injury. Um... I still see him starting week one.
1: I do too. I agree with you. I mean, he's back, and he's like, what projected number one running back after McCaffrey to be I think taken off the board? Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's definitely num-
0: top five. I don't know the exact number. I think he so was number. Say. I think
1: he was like two or three still.
0: He might be. I'm not uh, going to say the exact number. Yeah, I don't know right but now. yeah,
1: um, he's begins his training camp and he's on a pop list after the ACL injury. I uh, just hope he doesn't tear his ACL during practice. That's all I hope for. I hope so. Uh, I mean, I hope he doesn't. Yeah. That came out <laughs> wrong. Uh, the Giants <laughs> also placed Titan end Kylo Rudolph
0: on the PUP list. It's still surreal to think that Kyle Rudolph is on the Giants. He's been on the Vikings for so long.
1: For so long, right? Um, if you guys don't know, uh, PUP list stands for. Do you know what it stands for? Because I don't. Ah, uh,
0: I used to uh if you entertain the people, I guess. It's you. like
1: player something about injury, right? Like they're cleared. Um
0: physically unable to perform.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. Uh, so basically they don't—they haven't played yet because they're still injured. So like I said, uh, our Barkley's on the pup list, and now Kyler Rudolph is on the buck list. Oh
0: man, it just reset my news.
1: And guess what? Saints star receiver Michael Thomas is expected to miss the start of the 21-21 season, slant, after undergoing surgery to repair his ligaments in his ankle in June, based on the timing of the surgery and recommended four months of recovery, Thomas could be a sideline for weeks. Mm. So, what does this mean for him? His ADP projection is probably going to go down. It hasn't probably gone down yet. When you think about it, it's just, it reminds me of last year, you know, when he he had a great ADP projection, meaning average draft projection, last year, but he wasn't going to start. Because we all knew he was injured, and he didn't come into like week seven or week eight, I believe, and didn't Mm -hmm. score a touchdown. But here's the thing. You can say crap about Michael Thomas, you know, about him not scoring a touchdown or whatever, tell the, you know, Bears. Uh, playoff game. On Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. I mean, but I
0: will say this. You can make an argument for, for that for the simple fact that if you are playing standard, it
1: definitely hurt you. It hurt you a lot. But here's the thing. He, would s- he wasn't fully clear to come back and play. I feel like the only reason why he came back to play is because he knew it was Drew Brees last year. So he wanted to play with Drew Brees. And now, look at this. Drew Brees is gone, a new season is about to start, and now he's saying, like, well, I'm going to be out for a couple more weeks. So.
0: And then also this came out. uh, I'm not going to touch on the whole free agent problem. You are right, because it just reset my news. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this came out six days ago, saying that there are still more problems in the Packers room. Uh, that wide receiver, Devontae Adams, has broken off long-term extension talks. And I believe he still has to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no current plans to resume them. But I know he did say that, you know, he wants to be the highest paid wide receiver. Yeah, he did. In the league. He
1: says he deserves it, but I don't think... I don't Do not you that. think he does? I don't think so. I don't really think so either. I think Hopkins and who, uh, not even Julio Jones. Because
0: here's, in my mind, what makes you deserve to be the top paid wide receiver... Is like look at Allen Robinson playing with Trubisky. Yeah. You're dealing with a bum, dusty quarterback, and you're still putting out great numbers. Well,
1: even something like John DeAndre Hopkins catching a Hal Murray yeah. over three guys. That is that something that doesn't
0: is not, not having like one of the goats throwing you the ball and throwing zero
1: interceptions yeah. like all year and not doing the same route every time, meaning Slam Boy. Yeah. Uh. Anyways,
0: I just don't feel like he deserves to be.
1: I know. I, bl- I. I agree with you. I don't feel like he needs to be. I feel like that because I believe the second highest paid wide receiver, I believe, is Galladay. I think so. And number one is Hopkins. Yes. Uh, number I three. Is. I don't know who number three is, but like those guys should stay up there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was a little questionable about Galladay. I
0: mean, but Galladay was putting up good numbers. But he was Matt putting Stafford. up
1: great numbers. And now he's with the Giants. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. So it might go down just a little bit. But hey, guess what? His stats may go down, but his money's staying the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, so, Alvin Kamara's target counts in the eight games since since Michael Thomas last year is 9, 14, 4, 10, 8, 13, 6, 5. What does this mean? It means that, like, in conclusion of Kamara's catching ability, it's great for PPR. It really is. Mm-hmm. And now with it coming out and saying that Michael Thomas is gonna miss the first couple of weeks again, I feel like Kamara is gonna be a good. Camaro, is always a great running back. To Kamara draft. doesn't
0: make out of the first three picks. Yeah,
1: no matter what, you're gonna draft him. But I feel like his value would just went up a lot more. Knowing that Michael Thomas is gonna be out, and I'm not saying Kamara has a great passing catching ability. He's just he's above. He's just a little bit above average or is average. You know. The
0: only problem I would see with Kamara this year is that he doesn't have Breeze. No. So we don't really know. And
1: they're so deciding if it's gonna be Winston or who's the other guy. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. That's another Joe Flacco situation. Yeah, but I do feel like Taysom Hill is gonna start week really? one. Really, I feel like Jameis is. I feel like Taysom me. Uh, So the Dolphins are signing. Oh, wait. Hold on. That's defense. We really talk well, I've much. got this one here. Okay. Is go the,
0: for it. uh Four days ago, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow was on the field. Or they think he'll be on the field anyway un- when training camp begins. Huh. He's not on the pup list, and he just announced that there are no plans for Burrow to be on it after an ACL in 2020, a significant development. Um, Are you worried at all for Burrow after that
1: ACL? I am a little bit. ACL blowout. I really am a little bit. I mean, when you think about it, it's kind of difficult for a player to come back with a bad injury and try to remake, you know, or do better what they did last year. I mean, for example, look at Saquon Barkley. Rookie year was amazing.
0: The only person I think I can even say that for is Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, like, blew out his ACL and MCL, came back the next year, MVP. And that's hard. Cause Cause he's it, a
1: running back. He's a running back, and he's just a whole different breed, honestly. AJ <laughs> P.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but with Joe Burrow coming back with the quarterback, I do feel like, you know, Joe Burrow may take a little step back than he did in, the f- in his rookie year. I mean, now you don't expect him to throw like 60 times. No, a game. not 60 times again. And I feel like maybe him running his rushing ability really may affect him a little bit more, knowing he tore his ACL. So, you know.
0: So. There is some more news on the Michael Thomas situation stating that he could miss anywhere from 12 to 16 weeks after surgery. That is if they time it at the exact wrong time, he could almost probably miss the entire season. Um, And that's definitely going to make Camara so much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot better.
0: Um, Best of luck though for Michael Thomas. And then if you guys are new, I don't think we've said it yet this episode, but I am a Bears fan. Wea is a Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. And this news came out four days ago, and this just rattles my brain. That the Bears are signing former Steelers and Lions tight end Jesse James to a one-year deal. I heard about this news on Saturday, uh-huh. and I was very upset. Why? <laughs> because why do we need another tight end? We got two. <laughs> Heck, we got more than two. All I know is we got at least two starting. Yeah. I mean, we got David Montgomery that it l- so far at least still, you know, can get the ball at least 20-plus times a game. Uh, we got Jimmy Graham, who's still doing good. We got the rookie Cole Komet. Like, <laughs> I know you're saying depth if you guys are yelling at me right now, but, like, no. Hmm. This is bad. This is bad. Sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm trying
1: to find my spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, And then. Oh, I saw
1: it. Huh. Uh, The Bears are trading wide receiver Anthony Miller. I'm actually happy about that one. To the Texans source tell me in rap sheet, long rumored to be dealt, the former second round pick gets a fresh start.
0: So, I know we dealt with the, what was his name? The running back for the Rams. I'm forgetting his name. Cam Akers. Cam Akers. I know we talked about Cam Akers a little bit, and that Daryl Henderson is really good now. Um, and the McVay, the coach of the Rams, is saying that they are emphasizing keeping Henderson healthy in mm-hmm. 2021, this season, if you guys season. don't know. Um, how much are you buying into the Daryl Henderson? Like first round draft talent?
1: No. No?
0: Mm-mm. What's the earliest you would probably say? Probably
1: like five or six. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I could see that. It's just, you know, the Rams run the ball a lot because look at their team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think they're definitely going to be passing it a lot more with the acquisition to Matthew Stafford. There's your guys' word of the day. Use the word acquisition in a sentence other than the one I just used because that's cheating. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I would honestly draft probably Daryl Henderson round two.
1: You think so? I would draft our Huntsman. I mean, team. I had him for a little bit because I picked him up with a waiver wires. I actually last year. I think I also had him for a little bit. But I feel like he could be like a five, six rounder. Yeah, it's because just. I like got round two. You can draft another running back, but also round two is also a chance for you to draft a really good wide receiver,
0: or if you guys are weird, a chance to draft a quarterback. Um, it's just. Please don't draft a quarterback in round one or two. Don't be that guy. As the meme says, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Um, Anything else way before I move on up on Daryl Henderson?
1: Um, Let's see. What do I got for you? Uh, so
0: I know that three days ago, the Packers are offering concessions and are close to an agreement that would bring A-Rod back to Green Bay. Uh, and then I actually do believe he got signed, if I do remember correctly.
1: He did. But before we get into that, uh, because I might bring up something else, which I want to wait on.
0: Or how about this? So, supposedly three days ago, they came out saying that the Giants plan to take a long-term approach with Barkley. Uh, mm. and my simple question is, have we not been seeing a long-term approach with Barkley?
1: I don't think so. No. <laughs> I mean... I feel like if he got... I know I keep saying this about injury, but I feel like if he got injured again this year, he was finally going to get cut or traded. Yeah? Yeah. I
0: think I saw that. I, c- I can believe it. Mm. Um, Also, too, Logan Thomas got that extension. Mm-hmm. If you guys are, I guess, unaware, Logan Thomas did finish, I believe, three overall in mm-hmm. tight, tight end and PPR, full yeah. PPR, uh, which is good. Uh, we talked about Logan Thomas a little bit on the bridge episode. We did. And I r- really, <laughs> cause he was also like on, on a lot of, I started the weeks last year. He was a couple of times. He showed up. He didn't underperform. No, I'll give him that. He almost overperformed most of the time. It's just, you look at his past stats and you got to wonder, is this just a hiccup year, Or is this really the Logan Thomas where it can be seen from now on? Yeah. I hope it is the Logan Thomas issue from now on. I think as we've been saying since th- like the first few episodes of the podcast ever, that the tight end situation in the league is just so bare. It is. You got three good tight ends, uh, one decent tight end.
1: And one rookie. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the next one, LSU connection back together. Joe Burrow adoring deep to Jamal Chase, who comes down with a gorgeous one-handed grab. Thing of beauty. So... A couple episodes ago, episodes ago, we talked about, during our mock draft, actually, how you wanted to draft Jamal Chase, actually. And I was like, I don't know, you know, because they got Tyler Boyd over there, T. Higgins, and also, uh, I forgot who the third wide receiver was, and you said that, um, well, Joe Perot and Jamal Chase already have a connection through college. I'm like, yeah, but this is, you know, pro football. This kinda, pro. <laughs> this right here kind of. Turn me down, like, hey, it's stupid, like, yes, it may be pro football, but they still got a connection, which means they're gonna do great this just like the season. review says on Apple
0: Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: I do feel like Jamal Chase draft ADP he deserves where he he he's at right now. I believe he's like round seven or six. Mm-hmm. I would not draft him any higher. No, I wouldn't seven. either, especially on a rookie. Anyways, moving on to the next one. Uh, I'm gonna skip to that one. Uh, Because then we're going to talk about him later. Which one? Uh, You know which one I'm talking about. Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. has passed the physical and won't start training camp on the pop list. Source said a significant milestone for the playmaker coming off an ACL tear. Tear. Guess what? This is great. Because it says that he won't start training camp. But he passed his physical, but he's still on. I believe it says he's still on the pop list. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's great to see that he passes physical. legs, I meaning he can play. It's just that uh, it may take a little bit lo- little, bit longer for him to get back on the field. But when you think about it, the season's going to start for another month. And he's still got the preseason. So there's plenty of time for him to rest. And I so do you f- think feel like he's starting week one. Are we oh, going to get on the there.
0: return of the 2019 Odell that just completely burned you?
1: Uh, I, I think we might. Yeah. I, I really think so, cause he was breaking out last year. He was. He was down to me. He was like turning my hates down and just pushing me in the face. And then he got hurt, unfortunately. But so did like half the league. So did half the league. So, here's the thing. I do feel like in twenty nineteen Odell of Jr. That made me call him the old down Odell broken down Jr. Whatever <laughs> I named him. I feel like he can outshine. His last 2020 2021 season. Yeah, I feel like now with him coming back, and I know Baker Mayfield is kind of edgy on that, whether you know he's a great quarterback or a bad quarterback. Still, he's edgy. He is very edgy, <laughs> but <laughs> he has a great connection with OD, OBJ. So I do feel like OBJ is a great wide receiver this draft. Uh, but if he does bad, I'm if I if I had him, I would probably trade him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't really know if I can give an answer on that because I did not have 2019 right. Beckham, but I know 2019 Beckham hurt a lot of people because mm. um, it was his first year on the Browns, and it was different. So also, too, uh, this is kind of good news for me that... Na- oh. Nagy? No, well, that, I guess. i kind of been talked about that. So Nagy can say whatever he wants as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he says that 20 carries a week are easily doable. For David Montgomery. For David Montgomery. Uh, whatever. He can say whatever he wants. <laughs> until we actually get into a game and see it. Whatever. Uh, but this one here, because if you guys are kind of um, Nip. old heads oh. on the show, that Drew Locke will get the first snap per Vic Fangio. I was really banking like my entire career on no Drew Locke.
1: I don't know why I said no fan.
0: Well, Drew, no fan occasionally. But like Drew Locke, I was making a whole lot on Drew Locke. Um, I feel like Drew Locke is definitely going to improve this year. I think so, too. I don't think it's going to be a breakout MVP season. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) You can't lock
1: that position in place all the time. But here's the thing. There was some news. I'm going to say it right now. There was some news that came out about him actually today.
0: Yeah, I know. I know the news you're talking about. And it
1: said that Drew Locke started off slow.
0: Just like he does in
1: every game. In every game. But you know know what he also does in every game? He comes alive the second half. And guess what he did? He came alive towards the end of practice. (laughs) I don't know what's (laughs) up with that, dude. But if that lawnmower can't just freaking. He's just stalling the car. Yeah. You need to turn the car on and get moving and start (laughs) driving if you want to stay the number one QB. Because don't forget, he has Teddy Bridgewater over there now.
0: He is competing for a
1: spot. He's still competing for a spot. And Teddy Bridgewater is solid. He may not be the greatest of all time, and he may not be a Fitzpatrick, but he's so solid to be a number one quarterback, just like somebody like Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I see it.
0: <laughs> and then also, too, the whole um, – there was another trade from the Texans. Everyone's just leaving the Texans at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, Randall Cobb going back to Green Bay, reuniting the duo. Uh, my point in cases is, is that they brought him there either a to make Aaron Rodgers happy, b uh, because Devonte Adams is being a little meanie head and they don't want to sign him for how much he actually wants, or c all of the above. <laughs> you guys take your pick. <laughs> take your pick. And then there was more Zach Ertz news. We have not heard about that boy in a long time. Um, Zach Ertz reports to Eagle camp, the Eagles training camp, on Tuesday. Which was two days ago from now. Because today is Thursday. And take two away. There you go. There's your lessons. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers did show up back to training camp. I don't believe. I think they did finalize a contract, didn't they? Right,
1: I'm, ba- I'm sorry. I had to blow my nose out for this part, okay? <laughs> so, <coughs> guess what, guys? What's that song? How does that song go by Slim Shady? Guess who's back. back again. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Guess who's back? Back again. So this guy named Aaron Rodgers that we've talked about forever ever since he came out saying that he didn't want to play with the Packers no more and he wanted to trade and he wanted to leave. Well, if you guys listened to part one of of our 83rd episode, we talked about Aaron Rodgers and Mm -hmm. you said you feel like by the end of the year, or like towards the end of the season, or beginning of the season—my bad—it's season. either Green Bay or bust. And you said that you full on think that Aaron Rodgers won't be on the Green Bay Packers starting week one. You full on said mm-hmm. that. You said I, I believe. I said going. it for like four or five episodes. And you said I'm going with my gut. He won't be on the team on week one. And I said I feel like Aaron Rodgers is gonna be on the Green Bay Packers in week one. And guess what, baby? He's back with the Packers starting <laughs> week one. And not only that, he got a little gift. Meaning Cobb came back. Now yep. the duo is reunited. And now guess what? Your Bears has to play against Aaron Rodgers again. And guess yep. what? That's why Robert Tanya, it went up also on the board because you didn't know how he was going to do knowing Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be there. Guess what, though? I'm sorry to do this to you, Jagger, but I'm so excited that Aaron Rodgers is back. <laughs> and I'm so sorry that you had to deal with him again. I'll deal with him twice But a year. this is probably your... One more year, you got to do it with. I think maybe, unless it's. I think he signed a contract for two years or something. Uh, like. I believe so. But did you see? He came out saying like, "Oh, I love Green Bay. I grew up here in Green Bay." And I'm like, "Did you?
0: What?"
1: See, that's what? that's what I love about it. I, right? cause I knew Jagger was gonna have a reaction, and I was just waiting. I remember coming home and seeing that that post game or not post game, whatever interview, and they asked him mm-hmm. questions about it, and he went off about Green Bay and, and their system. But guess what? He's still playing with them, Jagger. Uh You can't do anything about it. I'm sorry, man. Aaron Rodgers. You can't
0: deny I was right, though. It was Green Bay or bust, and it turned out Green Bay side.
1: Yeah, but you also said that he won't be on that team week one.
0: Because the man was still golfing. The man said nothing about playing.
1: And he's back, baby. Guess who's back? Back again. It's
0: just, listen, Aaron Rodgers can say whatever he wants. But when he whipped out that line of, oh, Green Bay is my my favorite team. I always wanted to play my entire career in Green Bay. Like, are we just going to ignore the fact that, like, a week or so ago, he's like, I don't want to play in Green Bay anymore?
1: Because he didn't. (laughs) He literally said that. (laughs) He did. So, as the – oh, crap. No, I lost it. No, I didn't lose it. So, uh, speaking of staying on Aaron Rodgers – Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it, because we missed a lot of news. I don't know why, but, like, ever since we took, like, a break, I feel like every news just had to come out. Oh, it is that year. It it always that time of the year. Anyways, so back to Aaron Rodgers. It says right here that, uh, hold on, never mind. Oh, as the Packers work to finalize the QB Aaron Rodgers rework contract, the trade of old friend, current Texan wide receiver Renikov is also waiting to be finalized, as indications are both should happen, and that tr- that the Cobb trade will be a trade only for Rogers because he requested it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's what they got so far on. So also
0: two, uh, sticking with the Aaron Rodgers news, um. So, three hours ago, they finalized the contract. All that they have to do is have Aaron sign it. We have not heard if he has. Mm. And This came out three hours ago. Um, I mean, I just want to know what the contract is. Is it another two
1: years? I think it would be another two years. Or is it just a one-year? Mm. One and done. Um. No, I think it's a two-year contract. Okay, I I could see it. Um, going next to the news. Here we go. Ravens tied end Mark Andrews and wide receiver Mark Keith Hollywood Brown, who's coming off his first full NFL offseason, is the type of player who is going back to shock the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of hype for Mark Andrews and not a lot of hype for Mark Keith Brown. But here's the thing: it's Lamar Jackson throwing the ball. And speaking of Lamar Jackson. Oh. Poor Lamar. This one is a heartbreaker. Also, the
0: Fire Nation is attacked.
1: Uh huh. Lamar Jackson is put on the COVID reserve list, and this is now bringing back more flashbacks.
0: Because he was on
1: the list last year. I he was too. on the list last year. Now he has COVID again. It's difficult. And then, like three more players came out on the COVID reserve list. Also, for example, uh, here's a here's a couple players that like went on the reserve list not too long ago. Uh, if I look at this. It's just sad because it's like, it sucks to see this coming back, you know? Um, I can't seem to find it. Hold on. Give me a second, guys. You want to talk to them? No. Oh, you don't want to talk to them. But they're our audience. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's
0: nothing else really to talk about.
1: Um, never mind, I can't seem to find it, but there was like three more players that was placed on the covid reserve list.
0: Other than that Jalen Hurts threw a bomb for 40-plus yards in the air down the left sideline, dropped perfectly for Devontae Smith, who burned past two defenders. I think we've been saying that Devontae Smith is definitely a good pickup this year.
1: Yeah, definitely a lot. Um, I
0: don't feel confident placing him top 10, though. Uh,
1: I don't either. It's but
0: not the tight end scape. But
1: I'm just saying Jalen Hurts... Baby, he's number one well, yeah, quarterback starting week one. I
0: mean, they got the Heisman winner. You know, it's pretty hard to get a wide receiver to win yeah, the Heisman you know, nowadays. It'd be
1: like, it's like drafting a Heisman see Re- Heisman winner receiver. Oh, let's, let's draft this guy. Heisman wide receiver winner. And let's put him with Joe Flacco. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? They're not going <laughs> to do that, okay? we are going to put it with Jalen Hurts, which they did, and he threw a, a freaking bomb to him, which came out beautiful. So, anyways, Porn Case, Jalen Hurts, week one. <coughs> Moving on. <laughs>
0: so you guys are uh, veterans, I guess, on the show. It's been like an ongoing gag about Weah and the Jalen Hurts, Joe mm-hmm. Flacco competition meme that's been going on. Mm-hmm. They still haven't said anything else about it, which is actually surprising at this point. Yeah. Because I cannot imagine in my right mind that that is even a competition. Anyway, if you want to hear the full rant, I wish I really would have found the episode that we did it. So mm-hmm. I can just link you it. But I can't. So sorry, party people.
1: Anyway. And also this is about Jalen Hurts. I came out a day ago. Jalen Hurts' first throw of the training camp is a TD to Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is good. Anyways, moving on to my team because we talked about Jagger's team. Now it's time to talk about my team. Like Jagger said earlier, I'm a Raiders fan. What? Speaking of the Raiders, Henry Ruggs, the first round. uh, quarterback, (laughs) 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 wide receiver last year, gained 13 pounds and wants to be physical. Hmm. Here's the thing. I love Henry Ruggs, but he's known for his speed. Yeah, His speed, his quickness. Now he's telling us that he can't. I
0: know what he means by it. He wants to be physical in those one-on-ones. Yeah, he does. He wants to out-muscle the guy.
1: Which is good. I just don't want him to lose that speed. That's all. Because if you gain a little bit, you you also lose just a little bit of speed. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe being physical for him is great, and he needs it. You know, because you already got a physical play on the Raiders, mean Darren
0: Waller. Well, hook. I mean, look at Megatron. Man had speed and physicality. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> it can anyways, be
1: done. I feel like Henry Rex is a huge sleeper this year. I'm not saying draft him first round. I'm not saying that. First overall pick, Henry
0: Ruggs. When it comes to the
1: end and you need a wide receiver and it's your turn to gamble on who you think is going to be a breakout this season, I think Henry Ruggs is one of the options you can go with. Mm -hmm. Because he is drafted. He was drafted to be the number one wide receiver. And they haven't picked up any other wide receiver besides John Ross to become the number one wide receiver. So I think Henry Ruggs is their guy only that sucks about it is that Derek Carr is still on the team. <laughs> so it may be a little bit difficult for him to break out this year. But I feel like he's a huge sleeper this year. Not because I'm a Raiders fan. Just looking at it, I feel like he's a huge sleeper. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving on.
0: So I think that's about all we're going to do because we're already 40 minutes in.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I, I told you we missed a lot of news.
0: Hopefully we don't ever get in that situation again. But uh, we're going to move on to the main segment of the show. And I guess hopefully speedrun it because I... I don't really want to two-part this thing, but we'll no. see where we're at. So, uh, moving on in to our consensus top ten rankings. We decided to start with tight end. Why? Because we're weird.
1: Boom, boom, boom. Tight end top ten. Boom, 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 sh- sh- mm, board. Mm. There you go. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, th- this is how we made our top ten. Cause, uh, what, can you say it for me? Consensus. We'll say it for me, and I'll copy you. Consensus. This is how we made our top ten consensus tight ends. Consensus. Right? So basically Jagger made his own top ten of his tight ends and I made my own top ten of my tight ends to see, you know, who was ever and then we brought them together and decided on a main top ten for for the FS podcast in general and we and made a full on top ten tight end. So when we read you guys the, the list, we we're also gonna tell you where we had them on our list. Yes. If they were on our list. If they were on our list. But that's just how we made it. We'll talk about it later as we go into it.
0: And you guys can yell at us and say, man, why would you place Joe Flacco on the tight end list? (laughs) I don't know.
1: Or uh, who's that one guy, that veteran that came back on the Jaguars? Oh, I
0: know who you're talking Uh, about. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah, he's our number one. Tim Tebow, top 10. Yeah, he's (laughs) our
1: number one. He's actually, he's like above, he's part of the Madden 99 club, (laughs) Tim Tebow. Anyways. So, then he's 99 years old. <laughs> Anyways, FS Podcast Top 10s, Tight ends. Are we starting from the bottom? You want to start from the bottom? Let's start from the bottom. As Jerk said, start it from the bottom, and we're still here. All right, here we go. <laughs> Number 10. Uh, this
0: one, I think, was not on any of our lists. No, it wasn't. was an agreement we had right at the end, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Dallas Goddard,
1: who um, is on the Eagles. Yes. And we talked about Zach Ertz, who is another tight end, who is a veteran tight end, actually, on the Eagles. But we talked about it during the news. But I feel like Dallas is going to be well, great.
0: It's just that for, like, the past two years, Ertz has not been the same. No, he hasn't.
1: and He's considered a veteran also. At
0: least in the sense of being the same from fantasy output. Mm-hmm. He's still playing football. I mean, okay.
1: honestly, <laughs> come on.
0: Um, It's just Dallas Goddard has really been taking it over. He's been getting more touchdowns. Just getting the ball in general more yeah. than Ertz. Um, where would you feel comfortable
1: drafting Dallas Goddard? I, I would probably see, I would see myself drafting Dallas maybe, in like the seventh or eighth round, because mm. I feel like he yeah. can stay all the way to right there, to where you can pick up your core wide receivers and running backs and maybe pick up a a quarterback before round seven or eight. And then when you go into round eight and you need a tight end, I think like Dawes Gold is still going to be there and it's going to be a great spot to draft them, And maybe a steal. Maybe. I mean, let me look this up right now. When you look at Dawes, got his his ADP. His ADD. ADP. ADD. <laughs> his ADHD. has <laughs> got ADD. ADHD. <laughs> um, when you look at it, uh, he is, his projection is, hold on, give me a second, 81.2. Okay. Not bad. You're playing and in a 10-man league, that's at least eight rounds. And he's around. set as number 14 tight end on the sleeper app. And we have him at number 10. Yeah. Which is great. Good for you, Dallas. Look what you made us do.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Look what you made me do. I don't even know what song that's from. I think it's Britney Spears. Is it? Oh, that, it's yeah. It. Or no, it w- wasn't it Taylor Swift? was it Taylor I Swift? I think it was T-Swift.
1: T Anyways, Swizzle. so, I mean, when you look at the Eagles, uh, back to Jalen Hurts, He's <laughs> a great quarterback throwing bombs. I feel like this is a time for Godert to...
0: I feel like Goder is definitely going to go down due to the fact that Devontae Smith
1: is there. I think so, too. Um,
0: Just not like, oh, no, we've lost our two engines. We're crashing down. Yeah. But
1: I mean, I feel like he can still... Pull up consistent points. They may they may not be great points, but I feel like ten he plus? Can, yeah. But I feel like he can still pull those for you and that's what makes him on the list of top ten this year. Because if us.
0: you guys are new to fantasy football, the tight end landscape is literally just about three good tight ends and everyone else is just mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> mediocre. You're lucky if you get ten points from some of
1: them. Yeah. Uh so that is our number ten spot, uh tight end. Uh moving on to a number nine spot. Uh this guy, I don't think he was on my list, but at least he was on mine. He was on your list and this is Mike Jazeki. I had was,
0: Gizeki placed at seven.
1: I don't I don't think I had him on my list. But Gizeki is also is on the Miami Dolphins and I did agree with you earlier when we were making this. I feel like Gizeki didn't get a chance to break out because of the quarterback situation.
0: Because was constantly, well, Tua's starting this week, and then Fitzmagic's starting this week, and then Tua will start these next two weeks. Oh, well, he's not doing this and then good. Mid- so and mid-game,
1: let's switch him, you know? Yeah. So it was a little bit to the quarterback situation, but now Tua is set to be the number one quarterback. And I don't think there's going to be any further changes in the future, and this is why Mike Jizeky is on our number eight spot. Are you
0: drafting th- – we're keeping it in the same team here. Are you drafting Jazeki or Devontae Parker first?
1: Uh, Jazeki. Really? Yeah, because I feel like... I mean, Devontae Parker is a great wide receiver, but I feel like if you're going to get a great tight end to give you those points, I'd rather go with Chizeki. Because I feel like to the point where you need a draft, Devontae Parker, you already have great... That's you already true. have two great wide receivers to the point where you don't really need him, Not even as a bench warmer.
0: I mean, Chizeki, I think, averages around like 12 to 14 points. Yeah. Um,
1: He is placed in his ADP... Is 87.6. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, he's... Actually a little lower
0: than Goddard, a right? Little,
1: a little lower, yeah.
0: Which is surprising.
1: And he was number seven tight end mm-hmm. last year, which is not bad.
0: I mean, I had to agree with them on that whole seven. Yeah. Uh, that's why I put him at seven. <laughs> so anyway, moving on up
1: to the number eight. Number eight spot. And it's going to be good old... Noah offense from Ooh, the I Denver Broncos. I also had it. Eight. I also had him at eight, too. That's why when we named him, we're like, oh, hey, perfect. <laughs> uh, yes, Noah offense is set as number eight tight end for us on the on the top ten. Here's why. He's Noah Fent. Done. He's Move Noah on. Fent. But also, he he put up some great numbers. They may oh, yeah. not be consistent like every day, 12, you know. He pulled up some great numbers with not that great of a quarterback. True. Now with Drew Locke,
0: I mean he had Locke last year.
1: He, I mean, yeah, but like him starting slow from the news and training camps, and now with them having Teddy Bridgewater, I feel like I don't think it's gonna affect Goldberg. I mean Goldberg. (laughs) I don't think it's gonna affect Noah's fans stats on whether or not they switch a quarterback.
0: So I have a strategy if anyone from the Denver Broncos are listening, which they were probably not. (laughs) um, But if you know anyone that works there, go ahead and send them this clip right now. Uh, Since you know that Drew Locke doesn't start playing until late in the game, uh, just place Teddy Bridgewater in for like the first half and have Noah Fant play a little practice game behind the stadium and then run him back in after halftime and then let him play. Because <laughs> there you go. He's already been playing a game. True. True. He's already warmed up for half the game. Half the game. <laughs> and that's
1: when he does, like Tony Attackers is great. Exactly.
0: So uh, do that. And if you do it, um, pay me like five bucks.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I helped you. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some credit. Anyways. I so want 10% commission. No of the concession <laughs> so no fan is our number eight tight end. Coming in at number seven um, is the good old rookie Kylo Pitts. I had just, I had, I did not have Pitts at all. I did have Pitts on my list, and he was set as my number six. And over here, he's one below, and he's set as number seven for us. Here's the thing about Kylo Pitts: it's hard to say what he's gonna do, knowing he's a rookie, first of all. But also, he has Matt Ryan over there, and we know Matt Ryan is great in the. P- he's not a pass rusher. I mean, he's not a rusher. <laughs> He, he's he's kind of like Tom Brady. He ain't as on the level as Tom Brady, but he's at that point where he's a pocket passer. He just throws the ball. That's really it.
0: But you know Matt Ryan does like those tight ends. Point in case Austin Hooper, Austin when he Hooper, played, yeah. was great. It was great. Was great <laughs> can so, right Kyler today. Pitts,
1: I think on the sleeper at, is set as a number four. Right, right. after the, the great three. Right? And I just feel like maybe he's also a little bit overrated. Knowing that he's a rookie and maybe he has a big hype train he behind is. him. Because he is the
0: highest-rated rookie in Madden. He if is. that means nothing.
1: And then it's just scary, you know. He can so definitely burn a lot of people. A whole de- lot of people. I see him easily being drafted really early. Yeah, me too. I see him maybe be drafted like this third or fourth round. Yep. Kyle Pitts being gone off the board. Do you? When would you feel comfortable drafting Kyle Pitts? For...
0: Four. I think that's as late
1: as he can go. Is four.
0: I would say four if I'm lucky five.
1: Yeah, if you're lucky five, but I think the latest he's gonna go is probably round four.
0: Yeah, it's. But if you're going with like a bunch of hype beast people in your league, he's going round one. I'm calling it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Probably yeah. They're gonna do exactly what I did last year and just draft two tight ends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, so Kyle Pitts is on the Atlanta Falcons, of course, and with them. Matt Ryan throwing the ball, which we both said that he loves his tight ends. Point taking Austin Hooper,
0: but Kyle Pitts might actually go up because uh, there are some off the field issues. It seems with Julio Jones, and I can get into
1: that because there is. Perfect. I saw that, and yeah. We don't really get into that, but yeah, there's been something going on with Julio Jones, and he that might
0: me. not be there. He might have a suspension for a bit,
1: for a bit, yeah.
0: Which would definitely up him
1: up Kyle Pitts. Alright, so moving why, on. Why would I
0: say Julio Jones? I meant Calvin Ridley. Never mind. That news means nothing. I'm still used to Julio Jones being in Atlanta.
1: <laughs> I agree with you too. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah we both
0: sat here and we're just like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron, <laughs> I thought it was Julio Jones.
0: It is Julio, but he's not in. He's
1: not in uh, in Atlanta he, he's no He's in
0: Tennessee. He's in Tennessee. That's right. My bad. I'm still used to him being in <laughs> Atlanta.
1: Alright, so <laughs> moving on to the number six spot, which we both agree on. Uh, he was in my top ten. He was also in your top ten. Logan Thomas from the Washington yeah. football team coming in at the number six spot. And this may be a little bit surprising for you guys listening, knowing that Logan Thomas is in our number six spot for top ten tight ends.
0: I had Logan Thomas
1: at four. But here's the thing. Logan Thomas I th- I believe I had him at like the tenth spot. You know, no, I had him at the ninth him. spot. Yeah. Um I just feel like because when you think about it, Ryan Fitzpatrick is on the Washington football team. And he doesn't really throw too much to his tight ends. He's mostly a wide receiver guy. True. But Logan Thomas is a great tight end. Mm-hmm. The heck. So, meaning, I feel like maybe he can change his Patrick's point of view. Like, hey, man, I'm over here in the corner. Throw it to me. Yeah,
0: it's just he's done the same thing in Buccaneers. Yeah. He did the same thing in Miami. Somehow, Gizekio was doing good. I think that's mainly due to Tua. But yeah, I think so too. And now he's over there. I've been saying it before. If you don't know it already, Terry McLaurin it can pop off. He does. If Fitzpatrick starts,
1: he's gone. Yeah. It hey, may be the next A. Rod that makes the quarterback great just because he just brings those catches in.
0: Heck, he made Alex Smith look like <laughs> prime Alex. <Smith. laughs> yeah. <I> mean, like <laughs> it's. I don't know. Logan Thomas is up in the air
1: this year for sure, due to the new quarterback. Situation. I mean, he is his ATP's. ADP projection is sixteen, one hundred and sixteen point four. Uh huh. It's just and he was the number hmm. three, tied in last year. Yeah. And we did talk
0: about him on the bridge. We did. Um. When is the earliest you are drafting Logan Thomas?
1: Probably round seven or eight. I would agree there. Yeah.
0: I'm not drafting him any earlier.
1: Yeah, I'm like oh, round two. Logan Thomas. <laughs> you no, know actually, round three. Logan Thomas, because you know why he came in number three in Titans last year? Three, three, three. Three, three, three. There you go, baby. <laughs> Anyways. It's not pick three. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, why didn't? Uh, why didn't? Tight end Logan Thomas is our number six spot. Now, yes. going into our number five spot it's going to be good old Mark Andrews on the Baltimore Ravens. I had Mark Andrews at six. And I had Mark Andrews at four. I believe he was at four. Yes, I had Mark Andrews at four. Mark
0: Andrews I've been talking about for a while because we were thinking about either doing like a top 10 ranking or doing like a tier list. Yeah. And Mark Andrews is like a really odd player to place in the tight end category.
1: I just like Mark Andrews because of Lamar Jackson. I know Lamar Jackson at the moment is on the COVID reserve list already, but when you think about it. Lamar Jackson even though he's to his prime wide receiver Mark Andrews, Mark Marquise Brown. And so he always said the prime wide receiver Mark Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So you threw the Mark Andrews all the time, and I feel like I see that happening again. But this time, I feel like this year Mark Andrews is gonna go, get is gonna get a lot more targets than Brown.
0: I do as well. It's just Mark Andrews is hard to place because he's not like the top three Mount Rushmore category. No, but he's not like bottom barrel dookie category then
1: then like what's the latest you would draft logan thomas
0: logan thomas or mark andrews mark andrews
1: i don't know why i said logan <laughs> Thomas. because i was thinking i was thinking number three spot mark andrews i see. like round four round four or three yeah no, not enough f- that three. mostly four or five yeah i would say round four yeah me too uh, maybe round three because he's a great pass catcher because he had to be because of Lamar jackson yep so, that's great for fantasy, and I feel like this is why he deserves a number five spot. So, uh, what should we put him at? Yes, we did. Our <laughs> uh, number four spot? Uh, Our number four. I
0: had him placed at number nine.
1: I had him placed at number five.
0: And that is good old TJ Hawkinson.
1: On the Detroit
0: Lions. And the reason I dropped him all the way to nine is not because I'm a TJ Hawkinson hater. That kind of goes together, this is it because of the q b situation It is the q b situation. I'm uh. very questionable on how Jared Goff is gonna do in Detroit
1: and his new team new scheme,
0: yes, um, because Matt Stafford used him a lot a lot, and now, well, it's tough to say what'll happen. I just feel like t j Hawkinson is in my heart number nine at best, going into the season, he's number nine. I can't forecast or foreshadow what's going to happen at so the end of the season.
1: The reason why I put T.J. Hawkinson on, our number f- on my number f- let's say five or four. Four, I think. He's re- uh, my number five. Oh. The reason why I put T.J. Hawkinson at my number five is because you're right. QB situation over there is a little sketchy knowing that Jared Goff is on a new team, new scheme. But here's the thing. Jared Goff doesn't have any great targets to throw to in Detroit. True. We I mean, I mean, running back, it, I guess. Running back, DeAndre Swift, who is still very questionable, and rather or not, he's a star workhorse of the team. And then when you think about it, Kenny Galladay left, mm-hmm. Stafford left, so the connection there with the other wide receiver is gone. TJ Hoggins is just a great tight end, and I feel like George Goff is going to move his eyes towards him a lot more this season. And I feel like that's why he deserved my number five spot on my I definitely
0: see that because if you think about it, we haven't heard, like, any news about Detroit and Jared Goff.
1: No, but here's the thing, too. Like, think about Jared Goff and Tyler Higbee also in the Rams. True. They didn't do so. They had a great duo. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now with Even with Cooper Cup. Even with Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen over there. I mean, Keenan Allen's on the. Not Keenan Allen. Robert Woods. Robert Woods, thank you. Robert Woods at the time. At the time. But now Derek Goff has T.J. Hawkinson, and that's the only guy he has. And I just feel like that's why T.J. Hawkinson is going to get so many targets this fantasy season. And I would, I think I can draft him with Mark Andrews in the round four or five spot.
0: I do as well. I'd say round three, honestly, at the late or earliest. Earliest. Not latest. <laughs> That'd mean like round one is the earliest.
1: So this is why T.J. Hawkinson is our number four.
0: So now it gets into the... Really kind of predictable placement of tight ends
1: Because we talk about the top three. And now we'll the guess what? The Mount we're Rushmore of tight ends. Uh, <laughs> we are at the top three spot.
0: Yep. So, do you, uh, really, all you kind of really need to know is, like, what are two and three? Because they flip-flop a lot. Yeah. Um. So, going into, or should we just wait for number two and three and go straight to one? And then go back down.
1: Yeah, let's go straight to one, because I'm pretty sure it's obvious. Okay.
0: Ready? Uh, one,
1: one. Travis uh, Kelsey.
0: Man, I was gonna say. Uh, Did I say Thunder? I'm so sorry. No, I was. Uh, no, I wasn't gonna say Travis Kelsey. I was gonna say Tim Tebow, but.
1: Oh. Uh. I think I say like. For Zach legal
0: reasons, this is a joke. I think I say like Zach Ertz. Or Zach Ertz. <laughs> or that guy. On no. The if going back to it, Travis Kelsey definitely number one. But there's number no one. one close
1: to his no caliber, doubt. especially if he has Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. No matter what, man averages at least twenty-two points a game. Travis Kelsey is the number one tight end, and he's gone either first or second round. And second round is the latest. Yeah, and it's weird to say that because that's only the second round. He's gone like the first half of the, the second round. The first half of the second round. He does not make it to three half. No, the time. he does not make it to three. Travis Kelsey is a great tight end. And no matter what, I could say all these stats about him, about why he's a great tight end. But he's just good. All you got to know is he's great, he's amazing, and he's Patrick Mahomes. Boom, plain, simple. That's why you need to draft him, <laughs> and that's why he's on number one spot That's at the why moment. he's
0: right in the middle of the Mount Rushmore of tight ends.
1: Yeah, Travis Kelsey, number
0: one. Um, So, on to the main event of the evening.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, number two and
0: three. We have talked about two and three several times on the show. And I kinda surprised
1: Jagger about talking one of the about one of those yeah, tight
0: ends. He did. Um so <laughs> you know what? We haven't done a coin of fate this episode. Oh. why don't we coin of fate to see what one we start on? Two or three. Heads will be two, tails will be three. Pretty simple. All Let's right, see it. All right, coin, coin of fate.
1: We got it's from two thousand sixteen. It's just another John Brown's fort.
0: Oh, John Brown. If only we were talking about John Brown.
1: Right. All right, flip the coin, And it's on heads. Heads, all right. We're talking about
0: number two. Guess so number, number two, two spot.
1: we got Darren Waller. Darren Waller. This may surprise you a little bit, knowing that Darren Waller is the number two spot.
0: Because it almost seems like Wea is really heavy on Darren Waller, and I'm really heavy on Kittle. Yeah.
1: But I actually placed Waller higher than Kittle. And I placed Kittle uh, above Waller. Yeah. And so when he said that, Darren Waller was his number two spot. I didn't even question it. I was like, alright, cool. No, number two spot, Darren Waller. It's it's not at all what Waya said.
0: But it is the fact of the injury last year and it was like a major fracture. Um he's definitely I think gonna have a comeback season. Um God, I really hope it isn't just injury season next year. Yeah. But, but when he's healthy, um Darren Waller or not when he's healthy, but I'm talking about Kittle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean Waller.
1: Well, we're on a, we flipped the corner to talk about the number two spot, which is Darren Waller. Yeah. But you did go a little bit about Kittle, but it's okay. But the reason why I agree so much about this, about Darren Waller, is because Darren Waller is only great. is The only reason why he's great is because of Derek Carr. Yep. And Derek Carr loves Darren Waller.
0: All right. They, like, carved their name in
1: the tree. They're, together. they're, they're just together. D they're the great D. duo. He, he, Derek Carr loves Darren Waller so much. He's great. That's just, like, his best target, his favorite guy to throw through. So that's why Darren Waller stays on the, on the top. It's because of Derek Carr. And plus, Darren Waller has those hands. He brings down those bad passes that Carr throws to him sometimes. I see him like, whoa, dude, how did you catch that? And he's but good like, good job. Mm. Yeah. But the reason why he's at number two spot is because Darren Waller. I mean, it's because Derek Carr. Now going to George Kittle. Amazing tight end, great player. No matter what, he's the same as Kelsey. Probably gone by the end of round two,
0: right? I would say three is the latest. Three is the latest. Kittle would be gone. Same with Waller. But you're right though.
1: His ankle, his fractured, and not only that, his QB situation.
0: I'm not too worried about the QB situation as I've stated in previous episodes. for The simple fact that I have feel I feel like they've already worked Kittle so much into the offensive scheme mm-hmm. that you bring in a new
1: quarterback, they're just going to keep running the same scheme, which I see, you know. Yeah. And that's why I think Kittle deserves this is why Kittle so deserves a number 3 spot in the top 3. But I just feel like I know you don't believe in the QB situation over there, but the thing is with, with, for me is Trey Lance may start. And I'm pretty sure he's going to start by the end of the year.
0: I agree he is going to start. It's and just I'm not
1: saying it's going to affect George Kittle drastically. Oh, George Kittle going to number oh, 256. Down. He ain't going to get <laughs> no targets. No. It just means you're right. They work him so much into the offense no matter what quarterback it is. I mean, think about it last year. Jimmy G was out when Kittle played, and Kittle still did great. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Trey Lance just may take a little bit away from that. That's uh, all. Maybe. Just a little bit. That's why he. that's why – He's just below Waller, but he's still on the top three tight ends.
0: We all have our reasons. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> uh, but anyways.
0: I mean that's pretty much it for the episode. I hope you enjoyed our ten nine eight seven six five four one two three rankings.
1: <laughs> you want me to read it off real quick? Um I think we're good. Oh. I mean I was already too. I was like
0: <clears throat> Okay. <sighs> if you want to, I
1: guess. Really? Yeah, sure. All right, number it. one, Charles Kelsey. Number two, Darren Waller. Number three, George Kittle, number four, TJ Hawkinson, number five, Mark Andrews, number six, Logan Thomas, number seven, Kylo Pitts, number eight, Noah Fent, number nine, Mike Jzecki, and number ten, Dallas Golder. There you go. There
0: you <laughs> go. Nice little refresher. Um, I don't know what position we're gonna do next. Mm-hmm. We will figure it out.
1: Hopefully soon. Yes. Anyways. So, we're going to end it off there before we go over because I think this was a little bit longer episode due to the boatload of news we had to talk about. Yes. Plus, it's the FS podcast and we get off topic a little bit. <laughs> a little? A little. <laughs> a lot. Um, so, we're going to end it off there. Uh. We still don't know yet about recording yet. We'll let you know on schedule wise when the next episode is going to go next out. Next
0: week will probably be our last Thursday. Our last until Thursday. Further, further,
1: until notice. further notice. So, we will have another episode for you guys on Thursday. Uh, it will be another top 10, like Jagger said, but we don't know what position yet. So you're going to have to wait on that. I don't know why my mic's moving again. But the, I guess in conclusion, we're going to end it off here. So you all have a good one?
0: And uh, and, it,
1: and if you guys want to keep up with us, oh, yeah. link's in the description. <laughs> I mean, well, all our stuff is in the description. Yep. I would tell you this and that, this and that, but I'm just going to tell you right now. All of that information's in the description of the podcast.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see you guys on Thursday. Thursday.
1: Right? Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next Thursday. Ooh. Peace out.